Copy that is word magic is personality packed and it's unique to you as a business owner. I know you probably hear that a lot, but as often as that type of copy is preached, taught, it's also the thing that I see so many business owners missing. You're listening to the Copywriter On Call podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gillis, copywriter, word magic maker, and owner of What Sarah Said. On this podcast, you'll feel empowered to show up online in a way that has you saying, that's so me. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode and the first episode of season two of the Copywriter On Call podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gillis, and I am logging some on-call hours today to share five mistakes that you need to stop making on your photography website. Before we get started, I am shouting out a special and hearty thank you to all of you who listened, subscribed, and left a review last season. Creating season one of the Copywriter On Call podcast was so enjoyable for me, and hearing from listeners like you made everything so much sweeter. I am sending you a big virtual hug, friends, and I am thrilled to be back for season two. And now, let's get into those mistakes you might be making on your photography website. As someone that works with photographers and female creatives on the regular to create word magic, what I call website copy, I have a front row seat to a lot of website copy mistakes. But before I get into sharing those, let's chat for a minute about what I mean by word magic. Copy that is word magic is personality packed and it's unique to you as a business owner. I know you probably hear that a lot, but as often as that type of copy is preached and taught, it's also the thing that I see so many business owners missing. And I understand why this happens because as a business owner, sometimes completing the task is better than perfecting it. When you started your business, maybe you thought, I just need to get a good enough website up and running so that people could book me. So you settled for a website that presents basic information on how to work with you. You added a contact form and called it good enough. Something is better than nothing, right? Yes, but not forever. There comes a time when taking a step back is the very thing you need to do to move forward. And this is certainly true when it comes to your website and the copy on your website specifically. Now there are tons of people out there offering a similar service to yours. So the word magic that you deploy on your website is often what gets someone else to choose you over someone else. So back to those website mistakes I mentioned, it was honestly hard for me to boil it down to just five. And we're skipping over the glaring errors here in favor of helping you to truly move the needle on leveling up your copy. So let's get into it. Here are the five mistakes I see a lot of creatives making and how you can fix them. Here's the first one. Few or generic words scattered together with a bunch of photos. Now I work with a lot of photographers and other creatives in similar industries, and this is probably the number one mistake that I see. To me, it likely stems from the belief that my work will sell for me. And while displaying your work in the form of your portfolio can absolutely support someone in making a purchasing decision, it's likely not the only aspect of your website they're looking at. Here's the hard truth. Most photographers like you are good at what they do. Each one can take a beautiful photo, add their own special twist and present it in an appealing way. But what sets you apart from the other photographers? Your story, your word, your work alone just isn't 
necessarily your difference maker. The words that you combine with your work, however, that's a good mix. The key here is not to settle for generic words or phrases that everyone uses. Instead, I encourage you to dig into who your client really is. What words does your ideal or aligned client regularly use? What do they value in working with a business? What feeling do you want the images you sell to them to evoke? What are their pain points and their desires? And how can you speak to those emotions? When your copy is written specifically like this, that's when your uniqueness starts to shine and you can draw in more of the right people. Here's the second big mistake. No FAQs section. When people are booking for your photography service, they typically have a list of questions in their head. The best photographers in the room anticipate these questions and they answer them without the client ever having to ask. Your website can serve them in this way by having a frequently asked questions or FAQs section that leaves them thinking, oh, wow, they knew exactly what I was going to ask. Now, some people tend to shy away from an FAQ section because they think that certain answers will turn people away. But here's the truth. This section actually gives you a chance to sell and to directly address potential objections that someone might have. For example, you should expect your potential clients to be curious about your rates. Holding this information back because of the fear that someone won't book with you because it's out of their budget is a missed opportunity. With an FAQ section, you have the chance to first and foremost provide the information, such as a starting price for that offer or that package, and then you can build the value around that. Instead of just saying starting at 3000, you can say this package starts at 3000 and includes XYZ. The magic is in the XYZ and you get to let your full service client experience and your intuitive way of anticipating their questions shine through your words. Here's the third mistake, not naming where you're located, what area you are in or your niche. Now I know that each of these things might sound obvious as need to know information, particularly if you're serving clients in person, but these elements are often forgotten when you're writing your website copy. Just like people want to know your prices, they also want to know where you're located, what additional areas, regions, cities you serve, and what your niche is. These elements together are what I call the positioning statement because it literally communicates your position in the market. For example, if you're a photographer that's located in Southern California, but you willingly travel to Arizona and Nevada for your clients, you need to make sure that that's clearly identified on your website. Without doing this, you're taking the chance on someone skipping over you because they don't think that you serve them in their location. This same idea applies when it comes to your niche. It can be clear that you do photography, but what type of photography? A new mom looking for someone to snap newborn photos of her precious baby wants to find the photographer in her area that is skilled in that, not the one that might be top rated for engagements and weddings. And if she can't clearly identify who you serve, she probably won't hire you. You can help that new mom and lots of other potential clients avoid confusion by being clear about who you specifically serve and where you serve them. Do you ever wish you actually had a copywriter on call? That's what's possible when you book a VIP day with me. 
from a website copy polish or a custom long form sales page to an email welcome sequence or launch sequence, I'll flex my done for you muscles and take on your top priority to do's in a half day or a full day VIP experience. Whether you've got one project or a full slate of copy related tasks, I'll work behind the scenes to craft word magic that feels authentic to you and your brand. By the end of the day, you'll have your project in hand or implemented live on your website or email list. If this sounds like exactly what you need, head on over to whatsarahsaid.com slash VIP to learn more. We've already talked through my top three mistakes. Let's keep going. The fourth mistake that you might be making on your photography website is missing a call to action or a CTA on every page. Again, this might seem like it's a fairly obvious website element, and yet I see it commonly as a mistake. I see people who don't include calls to action or CTAs on every single page of your website. Now, when we talk it out like that, it may sound a bit like overkill, but when you think about the actual purpose of a CTA, a call to action, it's simply to guide someone into their next action. So by including a CTA on every page of your entire website, you're removing that barrier for your reader by not making them think or wonder about what to do next. Instead, you're telling them what action you'd like them to take. Sometimes all this means is including a learn more button that drives them to your services page. Or maybe on that services page, you ask them to take a bigger action like book a call, or secure your spot. Either way, the whole point is to guide them through your customer journey in a way that truly serves them. Here's our last mistake. Making your about page all about you and not them. Wanna know the counterintuitive truth about your about page? It's not just about you. Now I'm all for you hyping yourself up, but your about page isn't necessarily the spot for this kind of energy. Here's the truth. Your potential clients don't just want to get to know you so they can be your bestie. They want to get to know you so they can see if there are any glimpses of themselves in you and in your business. It's about relating to your potential client. Instead of simply sharing a list of random facts or your life story, you should use your about page to present who you are, what you do, and who you serve. But in a way that keeps the reader, your potential client, top of mind. You want to create a connection with them so that they really want to choose you when they're making that purchasing decision. I'm going to tell you like it is, friend, because I truly care, okay? Your potential client, unfortunately, doesn't care where you went to college or what your favorite coffee order is. What they do care about is why you're passionate about your business and what you do and what that ultimately means for them. So I encourage you to let that information be what takes center stage on your about page. If it makes sense to weave the other details in some way, like a favorite things roundup, by all means, go for it, but don't treat it like your autobiography. That is a major turnoff. When you address these five areas on your website and make sure they're optimized, that's when you can create great impact. And that's what I want for you. If your website copy feels like a looming to-do that you can't quite master, I'm here for you. 
I encourage you to take a peek at my services page and book a half or a full day VIP slot this fall. I'd love to work together to create word magic for your business. I'll put the booking link for you in the show notes. As always, thanks for listening. And until next time, this is your copywriter on call, signing off. Thanks for listening to the Copywriter On Call podcast. If this episode has you feeling all sorts of inspired to show up as yourself online, click that subscribe button so you don't miss my stories or practical advice to help you express your quirky, vulnerable, and authentic self online. Chat soon. Love listening to the Copywriter On Call podcast? Ratings and reviews mean everything to podcast hosts like me. I like to think of it as a modern day spin on fan mail. Your feedback helps me share my show with more creative business owners just like you who want to feel empowered to show up authentically online. Thanks for listening.